Well, hello everybody in MyTC and welcome back to the MyTC show. There's been a few days of delay. Um, I'm gonna actually explain properly tomorrow what's been happening. There have been a number of issues, especially at Tory conference that we were supposed to be reporting after the first uh, video report that uh, we published. I'm gonna explain exactly what happened. But because of all the things uh, that's been happening, uh, firstly, I wanna say a massive thank you for your patience. Uh, also, there are gonna be some changes on the channel. We're gonna actually make this channel even better uh, going forward from tomorrow with the sort of content that you guys have been uh, uh, letting us know in terms of the feedback so i've been reading all the emails so thank you so much uh, this is going to be completely different to what you've been familiar with, what you saw on youtube and everything else uh, and also a lot of collaborations so stay tuned but tomorrow i'm going to actually give you all the, the whole of the roadmap today i'm just going to give you a quick video on um, a number of issues that's been happening first uh, we're going to give you a quick reaction on uh, Boris Johnson's conference speech and essentially the reaction to it the vibe because uh, i know a lot of you some of you who are Tory loyal supporters just obviously back the speech. Some people are frustrated uh, because of certain things that were said, built back better. And uh, a lot of people in the country just had nothing changed in terms of the opinion. Uh, and we're going to give you a quick update on uh, Julian Assange because the establishment and the CIA in America, they have not been handling the whole situation properly. So I'm going to give you the latest on that. And of course, the Northern Ireland Protocol, which we're going to find out more towards the end of the week, but we're going to see how it goes. So Let's get on with the show. So as you might have heard uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks, there's been a lot of focus on uh, Julian Assange. Now, again, it's one of the topics that a lot of people have different views. Some people see it as a cult personality. You have to support him. You have to hate him. He's a villain, Robin Hood. Uh, but not many people are actually talking about it on a like, rational way, common sense in terms of, as a topic, WikiLeaks and the role of WikiLeaks, but also the way the governments across the world are reacting to it. Let's just avoid the personality topic and the debate around Julian Assange. What I'm kind of concerned about, because I did bring it up with Peter Barnes in the last episode of Westminster Roundup, is essentially the fact that CIA these days are trying to be cautious with their operations uh, outside of America because of the, and, you know, the true access to technology these days with uh, information and everything else. But when Yahoo News, even Yahoo News, do investigation and they find out that the CIA tried to kidnap him and then they tried to assassinate him, poison him. And at the same time, the government pretends to go, you know, be going through the legal route to get Julian Assange as the bad guy. It's just not a good look. But there are people already who have lost faith in the establishment uh, and especially the role of the West uh, in terms of the interventions globally. This doesn't really help the case because even those who are not fans of Julian Assange or WikiLeaks, you're creating a bigger martyr and a bigger hero and a victim. There will be a lot of people who you know, have a neutral view on Julian Assange, but when they hear that the CIA and the American government have given up on trying to get him on, on a kind of legal basis and they just try to kill him, well, that doesn't really help on a, on a PR level. I know it sounds trivial, but it does really matter because if you believe in democracy, then you have to believe in transparency as well. CIA doesn't need to tell us exactly every operation, how it happens. There has to be some sort of privacy inside the establishment but the whole point of uh, uh, the wikileaks was uh, to technically try to be make things more transparent when the establishment did corruption but of course again there are people who criticize wikileaks and julian assange because some of the leaks were you know crossed the line and uh, some people were sabotaged so that's a whole different debate but this is actually this goes back to 2017 so 2017 uh, when uh, julian assange was still stuck in the Ecuador embassy, uh, the CIA tried to obviously plot to kidnap him. And they were, apparently this created the biggest heated, the most heated debate inside the White House between President Trump and his team 
and the top of the CIA. So with all the stuff that happened during between 2016 and 2020 with Donald Trump being president, including the airstrike in Syria, this was apparently the most heated debate because it was very, very sensitive. It's not just, you know, doing an airstrike in terms of the, on an enemy operation uh, in a different country. This was about the fact that if the CIA right now tries to do Mission Impossible or MI6 tries to do old school James Bond in real life, you have to be careful that you don't get caught. Because when you get caught, everything is undermined. And technically speaking, now they've been caught because uh, this uh, investigation by Yahoo News happened by talking to a number of uh, senior officials and former officials of uh, the establishment in America. Now, some senior uh, officials inside the CIA and the Trump administration in the White House even discussed killing Assange in 2017 and going so far as uh, kind of requesting kind of uh, sketches and different options and to how to assassinate him. And we don't really know exactly the discussions that happened and where, what, what Trump said, what the others said, but we know that the options were there. And we know that, and I think that's the problem for the CIA right now, because even if they discuss things personally inside the team, even if the WikiLeaks doesn't leak it, there are other whistleblowers who talk to, for example, Yahoo News and other you know, investigators. So the establishment needs to be even more careful than ever before. And that's why ideally you want them to be less interventionist. Now, the Yahoo News investigation based on conversations with more than 30 former U.S. officials and eight of them described the details of the CIA's proposals to obviously do the kidnapping and try to find different options to convince Trump and President Trump, of course, I'm guessing, has obviously had different opinions. And he at one point, he personally verbally attacked Julian Assange and labeled him a traitor. And but things change because there were also points when a he was actually praising the concept of WikiLeaks. But that's what the president is supposed to be doing. Technically speaking, you have to do some critical thinking. And he has to, in the moment, as the commander-in-chief and the manager of the whole country, essentially has to just, has those heated conversations. So this actually, despite the fact that this didn't happen, didn't really go through, um, so which is good, because it would have been terrible for American uh, reputation, this proves one thing, that the lefties and the liberals, in America especially, were wrong about Trump. Because they always said that Trump is irrational. He's, uh, he's just going to be deciding his own thing and he's going to just do random things in the wrong moment, pressing the red button. But this is a perfect example of Trump and his team having massive heated debates. And regardless of the decision, of course, and the outcome, there were debates. So the people who thought that President Trump is going to introduce some sort of dictatorship in America were absolutely wrong. Now, the reason this news matters is because with everything happening in the world, and the, you know, the mainstream media, they keep focusing on uh, not necessarily just trivial news. Of course, they focus a lot on what Carrie Johnson talks about, about gender-neutral toilets. But they're still talking about face masks and things like that, instead of actually talking about the real issues. There are bigger problems happening right now. Because we're talking about, when we mention the CIA, we're talking about the establishment, the global establishment, including the UN, including the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the, Unite, the European Union, considering that we are seeing the world leaders, presidents and prime ministers, using the phrase build back better. And it's coordinated because it was part of the PR exercise by the World Economic Forum when they published a, a document on uh, the, the Great Reset, which is public. It's not really some sort of Illuminati thing. And for the people who create conspiracy theories based on something that actually exists, well, it's unnecessary because it's already public. It's just on the website. You go on the World Economic Forum's website, they encourage the world leaders to be united on the agenda to build back better by 2030 and then of course going forward 
Now, the issue is that this was part of the conference in Manchester. Now, the Tories, um, on a political level, they had to create a scenario where they just need to survive the conference season. And we're going to actually uh, discuss this uh, properly with our favourite executive producer, Lacey Butcher, in a few minutes. But the issue of the day is not necessarily just about the conference season, because apart from the, the reactions to Boris Johnson's speech, there have been big stories that came out over the last couple of days. One is the Northern Ireland Protocol, the European Union. Now, the EU have decided to come back with some proposals because the UK, David Frost, has been quite strong. And despite the delays, he's keep pushing the EU to do something about Northern Ireland. Because right now, despite Brexit, despite the UK technically speaking being independent and sovereign, Northern Ireland is not inside the UK. Northern Ireland is part of the European Union. They have to go with the EU rules. And, of course, Lord Frost has been trying to push this for a long time now, and the EU have come out with some sort of proposal. They're going to give us the details next week. I'm slightly concerned about this. Don't be too excited, because the ideas came from them. And, uh, and we know that the top of the, of the team, the people, you know, they've come out to say that the proposals will be very far-reaching, and that they hope that they would be seen as such. Now, that could be seen differently. So far-reaching far could mean that... You know, this is a something that the EU would have never done before. So this could be quite interesting. Or it could mean that it's so difficult that you probably be rejected. So we don't really know exactly what they mean. But at least it's a good step because the EU kept saying that we're not going to change anything. This is it. You've signed the deal uh, and uh, you have to go with every four years having the democratic vote between the two sides. The only problem with this is that if the proposals are bad, they, they would want to override the uh, the ability for both sides, the people in Northern Ireland and in the Republic, to vote on it. That is a big problem. And we have to kind of be very cautious about this. So we're going to give you all the details on this over the next few days, especially next week. But let's talk about Boris Johnson's conference speech. So we have a Lacey Witcher with us. Uh, well, firstly, it's been a while since you've been on camera. It has. How have you been? Good. Be Very busy. Yeah. Working behind the scenes. I don't think I've been on the channel. The, not I, the new channel. No. no nice. I've only been on YouTube. So lovely to yeah. see you guys. And <laughs> um, so uh, we both went to conference. We went. Obviously, you know, saw the speech, Boris Johnson. And um, um, firstly, you know, what's your kind of opinion and uh, what you know, expectations and you know? Meh. 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 That's what most people thought. <laughs> so we did a prediction, didn't we? Yeah. We, we tried to anticipate what would be in the speech, but mainly what would the speech would feel or, or the, the after aftershock of it, basically. Yeah. And as we both predicted, it was just a stream of jokes and hmm. witty comments. Which no is, substance. That's part of Boris, but yeah. It, it always is. No, of yeah. course. He, you know, he used so many ridiculous adjectives that I have never even heard before. And that, yeah. that is Boris through and through, don't get me wrong. But you think overall, in terms of substance, disappointing though? Yeah, because we did discuss beforehand, don't get me wrong, the point of the main conference mm. speech is not to set out a clear agenda, mm -hmm. but that's what it's evolved into over time. Yeah. But that's what I was going to say. In terms of what I thought happened was essentially a situation where, especially because the Labour Party messed up so badly, um, the Tory leadership thought that as long as they just essentially remain invisible and survive and no headlines the next day mm. uh, then they they won and uh, on that basis mm. technically they did because you know the, the people just moved on no one's really talking about it anymore but you're surmising that by saying because there was no negative comments means it's not noteworthy essentially yeah i mean that, which is so sad it's yeah. so sad so what, what yeah what did you kind of prefer 
Well, the, the crux of it is we've just been through the worst 18 mm. months and it would have meant a lot to me and I think a lot of people watching it, because let's not forget, people, the millions of people watch it at home. Mm. Maybe not millions, actually. That's a bit far-fetched. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. 500,000 um, maybe. Yeah. It would have meant a lot to a lot of people if despite the jokes and the antics and all the clever adjectives and similes he wanted to use, if he'd just taken a moment of sincerity and seriousness. Mm. Because we all know Boris's character. Yeah. However, if he'd just taken a moment, just to say, I appreciate all the sacrifices you've done. It's been awful, but we're gonna come we're gonna build back better. Mm. Um, it would have it would have really gone far for just a couple of moments. Because mm. I think a lot of people are getting a bit sick of the clown act. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, it's tragic that he did far better and the overall reception was far better than the Labour Party. He wasn't heckled by um, no, people no. on the other side yeah, or, or even yeah. on that yeah. side. The Tories don't do that at yeah, the conference on like, Labour. But that, to be fair, that's a fair point. I never actually considered that because um, I'm, I'm used to, from the political kind of Western bubble perspective, I see the, the, the communication level of it and mm. uh, the PR side of it. And uh, that's technically on that level, they did the right way and they survived, so technically they beat Labour. Uh, but what you're saying is that there will be a lot of people in the country, because we're going to discuss Build Back Better, because that's kind of frustrated a lot of people. But this bit, in terms of substance, especially after the eight, last 18 months, maybe yeah. Yeah, uh, it would have been good to... I, th I think you've just summed it up there. They beat Labour. Yeah. I don't think that's what the speech should have been. Mm -hmm. I think it should have been just a moment, just a couple of sentences, and mm -hmm. then get back to back, like being rude yeah. to Keir Starmer. Yeah. Just take a couple of moments just to show seriousness, authority, yep. leadership, because yeah. that's what's been undermined, or people have been said is, is undermining his character yeah, yeah. of late. So I think it would have gone a lot further if he'd just taken a couple of moments to, to speak about it. But the actual topics that he discussed, mm. um, it was very focused on education, right. which I think surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I envisaged it would be more on housing and yeah. NHS and taxation, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah I tried to avoid um, taxation, actually. <laughs> Yeah, because they're yeah. cutting it. So yeah, exactly. And didn't you say earlier that you found a report saying inflation's going up to seven percent? Well, yeah, by April, the next April, uh, apparently it's going to go up to seven percent. That's huge. The NHS nurses are not going to be happy. They're, they're, not, they're going to kick off, obviously, as usual. So it's going to be quite difficult with the way they're going to manage it. But one of the uh, ways uh, that uh, they kind of, I actually expected the backlash to be bigger. It was uh, the slogan and the, the agenda, build back better. And uh, also the, the other slogan, which was meaningless, uh, getting on with the job. Uh, Leveling up. Well, that too. Get, I think the getting on with the job was uh, the kind of, that was the good, well, successful part of it for them, because that was part of what I said. Because I it meant the, something. They're just kind of, well, it didn't mean anything, but it was, yeah, it was just state of, status quo. No one can beat us. We're just going to get on with it. It was basically, in a weird way, it was arrogant, but also, oh, the people trust us. We're just going to go with getting on with the job. But so that's fine. But the others, um, the, the, the fact that, you know, people are waking up to this uh, weird PR phrase that uh, a lot of leaders are now using, it just coordinated and people are just kind of afraid. People don't like unknown. And so they're like, okay, what's going on here? And um, it will be good at least for Boris Johnson, for example, to come and say why he's using the World Economic Forum's uh, slogan. Uh, but he's not saying because uh, what was he doing instead? Well, he was, can I say piss? Yeah. <laughs> he's taking the piss. He's taking the piss out of himself. Uh, the most memorable conference that I went to was Theresa May's mm -hmm. when you had the Maybot and it was all strong and stable. Yeah. And we called her the Maybot because that's all she could produce yeah. were those words. Yeah. Boris is doing it 10 times worse. Mm. And yet he decides to then take the piss 
out of what he's saying. Yeah. It's a confusing rhetoric for me. Yeah. And I think the only reason he's getting away with it beca- is because he's Boris. Beca- and because he's yeah, doing the drugs, it's because it's, he's doing the drugs rather than, you know, someone else. I think that, but that's, the problem is, uh, when, when he's signed up to it, the people who don't like it, you know, like myself, I don't know, classical liberals, we don't like this Bill Bike Brothers stuff. We get angry. But the people who, you know, the, the, the globalist elites who actually like that sort of stuff, like, you know, Greta watching it, uh, Obama watching it, then, as you said, the fact that he's making jokes, they probably then say, Boris is not taking it seriously. <laughs> well, it's funny that you should mention Greta because yep. I dare say she watched that speech and she was just blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> um, and he did that to a T. He, he, he blah, said blah. all the topics with yep. no substance. And then continue to take the mickey out of himself, which I don't know. If, if you know Build Back Better and, and where it comes from, you will find it ludicrous. Yes. If you are just the general public and hearing that and hearing him make a mockery of it, yeah. you will think he's even more ridiculous. It's just exactly. a lose-lose. Yeah, literally. Now, unless that's his secret agenda to actually undermine the whole... I don't know, that's what his business theory just came up with. He's doing it on purpose to undermine uh, Build Back Better. <laughs> well, probably not. It's I just uh, we can't really tell what's going on. Because, I don't understand uh, because, it. Because, yeah, it's, uh, the people who, you know, they keep saying we borrowed the votes, right, from the, the working classes. They're not happy because it's no. uh, essentially angered them. The, the the global kind of the globalist elites and the liberal metropolitans, uh, the Nick Cleggs of the you know the world uh, and Zuckerberg, they're also not going to be happy because they say and and Greta, you just do blah blah blah. So and I the, the funny thing is he's still leading in the opinion polls. <laughs> yes, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, again, I think there was a lot of anxiety, especially from the top dogs in the Conservative Party, yeah. that there would be a repetition of what happened at the Labour conference. Thankfully, there wasn't. But yeah. again. To sum up the whole conference by saying, oh, well, nothing bad went wrong, so therefore they did better. Yeah. It's such a it's poor sad. way to look at yeah. the summary of a conference, but that's, that's 21st century politics. Exactly. But, you know, that's uh, the, the whole kind of, a, well, not the agenda, but more of the division or lack of vision of the Tory conference. Uh, obviously, we did um, upload a, a report uh, when I kind of went around interviewing um, kind of many people at conference. Uh, but then afterwards, we had some issues uh, with the with the people around it. So uh, I'm, I'll explain exactly what happened tomorrow. Uh, but on the issue of uh, the channel, um, obviously thanks to Lacey and everybody else uh, behind the scenes, uh, we are evolving the channel all the time. And uh, we've received all the feedback, uh, not just because of uh, over the lack of content over the last few days, you know, not that sort of stuff, but in terms of uh, the actual substance and everything else that we sort of do. Uh, this is actually going to turn into you know, longer kind of podcasts and obviously talk about not just talk about things that we can't post on YouTube, because that's how this channel started, but we're going to talk about uh, the issues uh, that uh, no one's really talking about. And I think the best format will be to just have the conversation. So we're going to have a lot of collaborations uh, going forward as well. Uh, um, so yeah, And we do have a very exciting idea, which has been in the works for well over a year now, yeah. um, called Break It Down, which yeah. is going to be pretty much exclusively for the website members. Yeah. Yeah. We're so close to, to kicking off, but it's going to be about an hour-long podcast style Is it like a debate format. sort of, yeah, sort of like a d- debate kind of podcast format. It's going to be great. Just so, for you guys. Yeah, exactly. So thanks again for all the support. And uh, I, I do have, I was going to announce it tomorrow, actually, but uh, I'm going to talk to the finance and IT team uh, because of the last week. Uh, we're going to do a, a week, uh, 100% discount, so a week of free uh, kind of uh, fee, uh, to essentially, uh, because of your patience. So, we hear uh, thank you. you. Yeah, thank we you so much. You. Yeah, so thank you for sticking uh, with us, basically. Right yeah, thanks again uh, for watching. Thanks to Lacey Butcher for joining us tonight. Thank you. And I'll see you guys tomorrow in, in the, the next video. video.